This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. And we are headed over to Winnipeg. Vic Pereira is joining us from there. And Vic, we got so much to get through, starting with Halloween festivities at the Canadian Museum for Human Rights. Yes, this will be the first time I get to take in some of the, the local um, drag scene. I'm not familiar with these Winnipeg performers yet because mm-hmm. I've been to Vegas boylesque uh, uh, shows and uh, female impersonation, impersonation shows. So I'm looking forward to this uh, going to Dragula's Den where oh, they're going to wow. provide a choice of meals and some local entertainment. And if it's anywhere similar to what I've experienced elsewhere, it's going to be quite entertaining and quite quite an amazing event and with lots of humor and and good times and promotion and it'll be promoting you know sexual diversity which is a, a good thing and being an annual member of the Canadian Museum for Human Rights it's also a great deal because if you have a disability you get to bring your escort in for no charge oh lovely okay that's great that they have that um, opportunity for people yes now, I always love the um, copy around this kind of stuff, the promotion copy around Halloween things, you know, spooktacular You mean the descriptions, yes. yes. The real descriptions are awesome. So funny. Sink your fangs into our spooktacular Halloween-themed brunch. Um, <laughs> spine-tingling performances. So do you, you said you're unfamiliar with the, the queens, but do we know anything more about how this kind of thing will be run? It's brunch. First of all, that seems special in and of itself. It's not a nighttime thing. Yeah. No, it's uh, they they have a venue there, which is a restaurant, a local restaurant, which is quite popular. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'll be a stage set up for them. And uh, if they are so inclined, because if it's anything like other performances where I've attended, they'll actually walk uh, into the audience and interact with with those of us having our brunch. Okay. Oh, that's amazing! In, I'm just yeah, and you've got some in the great. Past, Oh, go ahead, Rick. I was just going to say, in the past, I've actually had performers sit on my lap, and some try to throw lollipops at me, but uh, of course, I was not very good at catching them. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they tried. Oh, um, and and again, being new to the scene, some of the names, Bambi Ray, uh, Esmer Marquisa, you don't know the, any of the any of the artists that are going to be performing? No, not yet. This will be the first time okay. I'll get to meet That's them. exciting I know some, some are involved with the Filipino community. Uh, one oh, okay. is... Uh, through the the indigenous uh, community here and as a local activist but uh, this will be my first time meeting them in person perfect okay let's go down to fort white alive what's this uh every year we go to fort white alive as the geese are migrating south they they come in off the fields and land on the lake to spend the the night i guess so they can you know, get their energy and get stocked up for their further flight south and it's, I, I think hundreds is an underestimation because it's incredibly loud, but but it's amazing while you're sitting there uh, watching them come in, uh, having your little bit of picnic or making bannock over the fire. It, it's a, a very ama- an incredible event. I don't even know how to describe it because you have to be there to experience it, thinking that flocks of geese are coming in throughout the evening. Do they and, actually and sound grow. like geese? Like when you have that many geese coming in, you said it's really loud, but does it actually resemble birds? You, 
you definitely know they're geese. Okay. So they're, wow. They, I'm very curious. Even though there's hundreds coming in at a time, they, they are very distinct, and you do know that this is a flock of geese. If there's and a duck in there the trying to hitchhike, yeah, mm -hmm. they'll sit on the water overnight. Wow. And and then they'll go back out to the farmer's fields or meadows during the day to to eat. How is um, the sound? This, like, is it a little terrifying? He said loud, um, really loud. Um, mm. I I would only be I would only be terrified if they're flying overhead. Yes, true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't want to become an mm. yeah I don't want to become an unwilling target on their body. Get, no, yeah, get no. your umbrellas out. Okay. Yeah. 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 A certain but, kind but of umbrella too. Yeah. Usually we're off to the side of, at the lake in the field, and they're coming in usually from we're facing west, so they're coming in from the north or over the right side, mm. and then they're landing people. ahead of us. Yes, there's a always lot a lot of people. Of people. Yeah. That's yeah, a very because, popular activity. And I'm, I'm assuming we know how routine geese are, really, when you look at what they do in the habits every year. Um, is there like, is this a block of weeks where this happens, or is it less than that, like a week where you're going to get them there a few nights and that you're guaranteed to go and find them there? No, you'll be guaranteed throughout the month of October. If you'll get the first run as the geese that don't go too far north come through but then the ones coming from the arctic will come in later on so it happens for quite a while wow that's and this amazing. is a good time to be among them because they're not nesting so they're they're not aggressive this time of year yeah so yeah, that could get pretty ugly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah springtime is not uh, spring and early summer is not a good time to inter uh, be around geese i no i bet not are there other kind of like and I want to call them animal watch parties, but you know, this kind of thing that happens around your neck of the woods, Vic, like it, this seems very unique. I don't think any of us in Toronto are going out to see geese hang out or come by. In fact, most of the time yeah. we're trying to avoid them. No, no, no. You guys can go out and watch the rats, but that's Ew. <laughs> Raccoons, maybe. And you get some, occasionally you'll know if uh, the solitary birds, like when the herons are coming through and those types of birds, but they don't come in the, the flocks and the droves that geese come in. Right, right. All right. Uh, tell us about the most exciting thing that has happened to you recently. You got married in Toronto. You talked about this at the last community report. How was everything? Yeah, it was, a, it was an excellent venue in the old historic uh, garment district. Uh, it was an old building. We didn't even know it was a wedding venue. The only thing missing on the door was a little slide, so when you knock on it, somebody would look out and give a password. <laughs> but it was, but it was, a, it, it was, a, it was an amazing, yeah, it was an amazing historical uh, venue. It was on the second floor. We we had a walking cocktail because they didn't have uh, set up for the formal dinner, which didn't suit our personalities anyway. So they had little groupings of couches and seats and bistro tables. And they walked around with hors d'oeuvres and they even set up a taco bar. And oh, I did delicious. have some other friends. Yeah, I did have some friends who were are also blind and vision impaired who came to, to share in our celebration. And without any training or prompting, the staff did a phenomenal job helping people through the taco bar, uh, going around with the different types of uh, snacks and crudités and Couple of my, a couple of the guests also had their own guide dogs, and the staff always made sure there was water available for the dogs. So uh, it was an excellent, wonderful experience. So yeah. you're pleased and, with and the menu. Also, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better comment like that. But definitely, I think that some places have really gotten good at, at taking whatever it is for learning that accessibility of the courses that are offered out there and that kind of thing. Can you tell me one thing, though, before we just go on the rest of it, the, the rest of, of what the journey, the tacos, uh, when you say a taco bar, just tons of different things to put in those tacos, right? Yes, there was, a, the, you had a, a choice of pork, chicken, or vegetarian option. And if you had gluten sensitivities, they also had the, the shells made out of corn as opposed to wheat. So, so everybody was, uh, was accommodated. And wow. I, I, as I mentioned on previous episodes, I'm a bit of a pepperhead. So it was kind of nice that they had uh, the spicier sauces that uh, I really enjoyed. Mm. Yeah, I, I love the um, kind of casualness of the taco bar and all of the other things that you mentioned. But uh, specifically going back to the staff and how helpful they were, it's so meaningful, right? Because it's a very special day for you, obviously, but also you're very busy and, uh, you know, don't have as much time as you'd love to have, I'm sure, to hang out with your friends and make sure that your company is being um, accommodated well. Mm. So, yeah, exactly, and taken care of. So when the staff can be, you know, absolutely there, you can relax a little and enjoy yourself and not worry about these kind of things. Well, Candace was a little bit stressed thinking she was going to get taco on her wedding dress, but fortunately that didn't happen. That would have been How part was the of cruise? the vibe. <laughs> it would. How was the cruise for you guys? It, it was a really good cruise. It was, uh, it was her first time on a mega cruise ship. And we went from New York to Boston to Eastern Canada. And the weather was rough between New York and Boston, but going to Maine, uh, Sydney, Charlottetown, La Baie, Quebec, it was above seasonal norms. Like we had temperatures in the uh, low 20s to mid 20s. So I brought long sleeve shirts and you know, a leather jacket, which I never wore. And I wish I would have packed some golf shirts or some t-shirts. Mm. And, and I really was impressed how these cruise ships but have like our, this one had 3,800 guests when they pull into a port like Sydney, Nova Scotia, the, the, how it helps the local economy and what they've done to, to sure. bring all that econ, uh, economic uh, value and seeing all the shops pop up and all the great artisan shops and coffee shops and bakeries, you just couldn't get enough. It sounds so lovely. Your whole experience sounds lovely. There's a lot of variety as well. Uh, Vic, congratulations, and thank you for the community report. We will chat with you next month. Okay, thanks, Kelly and Ramya. Nice talking to you. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.